Hi, I'm Lucas Mack. I'm a former TV reporter, a published author, TEDx speaker, musician, advertising agency owner, and management consultant. I'm also a former Christian preacher who dedicated 15 years of my life searching for truth and love. I've done a lot of work to heal, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, brothers and sisters. Welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack, and it is such a pleasure to have you join me on this podcast, on this journey, this journey of love and light, this journey of sovereignty, this journey of healing and courage and truth and goodness and unconditional love. And speaking of unconditional love, I am beyond honored to bring back Rachel Ray, the radiant warrior on Twitter, beautiful sister, incredibly beautiful sister. She, she radiates light truly from inside out. And this conversation that we had at the end, I play something that I've never shared with anyone. Um, and she hears this um, experience that I had. And this is just a beautiful conversation. And whatever comes up for you in this conversation with Rachel and I, just know that you're loved. Everything's going to be okay. And we don't need agreement to love one another. So blessings, brothers and sisters, to each and every one of you and enjoy this episode. Everyone, I'm so excited to bring back my sister, Rachel. She is back for podcast episode number two. And um, I loved our first first episode. That was powerful. That was so powerful. And I'm so glad to have you back. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm great. What a time, huh? What a time. Yes. It's exciting. It's so exciting. This is, this is what we've been waiting for. This is what we've been waiting for. I was telling someone today, what I love more than anything Mm -hmm. is truth. Yeah. That's it. Truth. I want truth. I want truth. And I, I will change. I will shift. I will, I will do whatever if I find that I am not in truth. I want truth. Mm-hmm. You have to. I want lies exposed. I want yeah. everything brought to the light. And here we are at this time that yeah. <laughs> and things are happening. It is. It's happening. <laughs> Our work in the spiritual realm is coming to fruition. It's coming yes. to the physical. It's, yes. it's here. And it's so beautiful. Like I'm just like, I'm really excited. Things are just really pretty much falling into its place. And it's just so amazing how everything is falling. Like everything is literally falling into the place for good, Mm. for great, for the greater good of humanity, for the greater good of America, for the greater good of the world. Yes. I'm just. I'm just so happy. I don't know. It's like, I can't contain it anymore. I just want to just hear, hear, hear everybody here. Just wake up and see and taste the beauty of it. And surrender and surrender. We we don't have to carry that. 
that heavy burden of anger or frustration, mm-hmm. or yeah. I know the left are, you know, our sweet dear brothers and sisters on the left are so exhausted. They've got to be exhausted. Yeah. It's exhausting yeah. to carry that yeah. hate and that fear and that rage and that, yeah. and yeah, what are, so tell me since we talked last, like what you've experienced, what you've learned, what's going on. Wow. So I got to go to Blexit <laughs> for, oh. for the cop, like the, uh, what was it? The, the blue, back to blue. So I got to go to the White House and see President Trump talk. That was, this is one of the top 10 moments of my life. You hear me? I was so, I was in, to be in the presence of Trump. I was like, it was, I was, I was a fan. I was fanning. I was like, oh my goodness. I can't believe I'm here right now. This is great. And to be in the presence of so many patriots mm. and to be there in that, in that, like, I was like, remember I always said, I wanted to feel what it, what it was like to be in a Trump rally. Mm. And this was what it was. And it was just like, this was like just a little taste of what a Trump rally was really about even though it was pretty much about, you know, just law and order and things like that. But we still got to feel his presence, the energy, the excitement, the the beauty. And like, it was like, we had to march. After we heard him talk, we kind of pretty much marched around like the White House. And like, there were so many like biblical signs, so many spiritual people out there, the Jewish people, the Jewish, uh, I don't know what they were, but they were out there and we were marching. And I just felt this the spirit, like the spirit, like these angels were there and everything like that, the march. And I just kept getting emotional. I was telling my friend, I said, I'm just having this moment right now. And I just kept crying and it was just so beautiful. And then like, there were banners of like the, uh, the lion of Judah and then the white horses and the, the Ark of Covenant. Um, what else? It was just, it was just they, the 12 tribes of Israel. Like it was just so beautiful it was just I was just like I'm having a moment right now and I just and it was like everything that I kind of dreamt about like the white horses kind of pretty much did it for me because I had had a dream about white horses you know the night like a week before and I was like what does this mean like I didn't really know what that meant but and then to see it to see the banner and things like that and everything just pretty much tie into the place I was like wow Wow. And it was so beautiful. And then I ended up getting this revelation on the airplane back from Washington on Sunday. And I was just kind of sitting there, just kind of soaking it all in and letting it just pretty much soak in. And I got a revelation that, you know, this whole make America great again, the hats, the red and everything like that signifies the blood of the lamb over the Israelites door Mm. when they were about to get, you know, the exodus from Israel, the, uh, the exodus from Egypt. Yes. And this is pretty much what this means. This is like the, the, the new age symbol of the red blood over your door. That this is like, it means we're marked safe. We are safe from, from defeat. We are safe from destruction. We are safe from everything the left thought that was going to destroy us. We are safe from it because we have entered into this covenant with God. And, it's, it, and a lot of people don't see it that way. A lot of people might not see it that way, but that was the revelation that was given to me. And I was just like, and I just broke down on the airplane. And I know the guy that was sitting next to me was like, what is wrong with her? But I just broke down and I just cried and I just cried and I just cried. And I was like, wow, thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. 
it was just so amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. And that revelation kind of just sealed the deal. It was like, we're, we're safe. Yes. We're safe. We are. It's, you know, growing up, like reading the Bible so mm-hmm. often and hearing the stories, I've really come to understand the past couple of years that things are happening. We just don't see them. So prophecies mm-hmm. can be fulfilled as, yes. but they're not going to broadcast, Hey, the Bible mm-hmm. is coming to, to mm-hmm. fruition or that they're not going to, they being the media is not going to just broadcast. Right. Hey, right. this is happening. Right. Um, and so it's taking, and a lot of people are still waiting for, I got to see, everyone's got to see it. Well, how do you control how it's seen through media today? Mm-hmm. And um, so things are happening all around mm-hmm. us. And that's so cool. You got to be at Blexit. And for people hearing that term for the very first time, explain even what that is. And then I want to, <laughs> after you explain it, I can't wait to talk about who was there. I saw Brandon um, Tatum. Tatum. I got to take a picture with him. Oh, yeah, and that- I saw Candace Owens. Oh. And I saw, um, who else did I see? Coming off the airplane. I saw, I cannot think of his name right now, but I'll, I'll remember it. Uh, okay, Larry, Larry, Larry Johnson. Uh, Larry, no, uh, I can't think of his name, but we'll talk about it. Okay. Um, but Blexit is pretty much like the black conservatives coming together. Pretty much. It's like a bunch of black conservatives coming together as, as, as you know, cause a lot of people think that, that black people are supposed to be Democrats and Candace Owen and Brandon Tatum, you know, has, is, is showing a lot of people that, you know, this is what it is. And so Lexington pretty much brings all the black people or people of color, Hispanics, Asians, whatever it is, everybody come together and be like, look, this is what conservatism is about. And this is what we're about. This is what every, every um, thing that the media is not showing you, everything that people think we're pretty much, it's pretty much the opposite of what the media is showing you that a that a person of color or immigrant or anything is about so that's that's pretty much what it is and it was just so random how i ended up i ended up on candace owens live one day and she started talking about it and i was like hmm, like it. like i just <laughs> and i just ended up there and it was just so crazy because they were talking about going to washington but I, I was like cool i just get to march so that's fine like that's cool with me that's and then the night the night before we you know go they sent us the White House invitation to come that you need to go ahead and fill this out or you won't get to go to. And I'm like, White House. What? <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah, it was so cool. It was really cool. It was really cool. But it was so powerful, so powerful. And everyone had the same story. People from California had the same story as people from from Atlanta, people from Alabama, people from people from Utah was talking about how they felt like, you know, that they were being like discriminated against for supporting Trumps and things like that. I'm like, Utah, I thought Utah was like a conservative (laughs) or y'all didn't even care about anything like that. But there was people from all over the nation that was there. And for us to come together as one, as a nation, Mm -hmm. just for freedom. I was like, this is just a great part of history. Like this is, this is just, it's, it was beautiful. And I just kept having these moments where I would just cry tears of joy just, to, just for being there. Mm. And it was just so surreal. And I was telling my friend, I was like, wow, 
And I kept telling her, thank you for coming with me because I don't know if I would have, you know, came along because I didn't really know anybody. But I pretty much kind of dragged her into coming with me so I wouldn't be by myself. But it was just, it was amazing. It was really amazing. It was amazing. And to hear there were preachers out there preaching, you know, about coming to come to Jesus, come to God, just live, live, live this life of sin, live this life of, 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 of slavery take the shackles off and, and walk in, in freedom and, and things like that. So it was, it was more than just a march for, for, for backing the blue or law and order. It was like, I, I kept telling, I was like, this is the last call. This is the last call for people who do not wake up. If you don't wake up, this is it. This is it. This is the red, red blood seal over the door. The, yeah. the storm is coming. The, the death is coming. Yeah. And it, it might not be in a literal sense, but Things of the old are really dying. Yes. Everything of the old, all the evil, evil is dying. Yes. Hate is dying. Yes. And love is living. Love is among, like love is here right now. The light yes. is here. Yes. Darkness has fallen and there's nothing that they can do about it. So their hands, are, have, they have already been defeated and they know that they've been defeated. The left has no, know that they've been defeated. The devil knows that he's been defeated. So there's nothing, he's going to fight to the last, to the last drop of him and it, he's already been defeated so light it, wins god wins <laughs> light wins god wins and love gives truth permission yeah. to come forth when yeah. there's love everyone feels safe enough to share their truth and that's yeah. we've been missing for so long yeah. we've we've been i i was talking to someone yesterday who's um been an incredible mentor in my life and he said we're in the era, he, I mean, we, we are leaving it, but we've been in the era of shame. Mm -hmm. Prior to the era of shame was the era of guilt. Yep. So in guilt that, you know, your family guilt you, like I have a Jewish mom, Catholic dad, like I joke around like the Super Bowl of guilt. Mm -hmm. Jewish wife, we know guilt, it's, it's kind of like <laughs> intrinsically passed down. Um, but guilt still enables a, black and white mm -hmm. this was right this is wrong yeah. you're not doing right but shame says you're not right yeah shame says yeah. you are actually wrong and you're intrinsically systemically yeah. uh, you can't do anything to m make it different and love is washing all this yeah. away right now yeah and people are standing there like oh <sighs> i can actually talk yeah we're, we're yes. in love. We can talk. We can talk about all things. We can talk yep. about issues. We can talk about yep. traumas and pains and yep. rejections and hurts. And, and then when we do, this is why shame and division and fear and hate and all these things have their place because they keep people from talking and realizing, mm -hmm. oh, we're all the same. Oh, my pain. Oh, that's just like your pain. Yeah, it's oh, just it's just like my pain. Right. When we start sharing our stories, it is like we are made in the image of yep. the most high. And we yep. are, we are so beautiful. We yes. are so beautiful. Yes. yes, we are. And it's, it's so amazing. Love wins. God wins. And it's just, it's so good to stand in this truth and this knowing that, everything is all right. Everything that you thought was not going to be right is all right. Everything is going to, there's only up from here. There's nothing that 
no one can tell you anymore. There's nothing that no one can guilt you into feeling bad about yourself anymore. There's nothing that that no one can shame you for anymore because you stepped into the light and you stepped into your truth. So you can stand bold and be on this horse and just stand proud and be like, yes, this was me. That was the old me. But this is the new me today. This is who I am. This is where I this is where I am. And if you want to experience it, you're gonna have to leave that old thing, that old thought, that old train of thought behind. You're gonna have to leave it behind and you have to move forward. And you have to keep moving forward. And I gave an an analogy to someone today earlier, because we were pretty much talking about, you know, um, we talked about she she said something about the only way to heaven is through Christ. And I was like, no, I said, Jesus did not say that. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yes. Not, I am the only way. Yes. And so I yes. gave her an example as to, I said, okay, we're in 2020 and everybody has these new iPhones and things like that. And now you want to tell me that your old Nokia 320 that does not have a camera, that does not have a keyboard, that does not have anything to do with with the iPhone features is better because that's old, like it's old. Yeah. The old things, old things have passed away. All things new are here. So if you want to compare it to that, your old iPhone is like, I mean, your old Nokia is kind of like dead. It, right. doesn't, it, it doesn't do anything. That's right. So you have to upgrade yourself. You have to upgrade in the spiritual sense. You have to upgrade in the physical sense. But spirituality, spiritual upgrade is number one. You got to take that old thought, that old thought process, and throw it out the window. Mm. Because that's not, that's, it's not going to work for you anymore. Because it's not working for you. Because you don't know everything. You're not, you, you can't know everything. So you always have to be open to change. You always have to be open to new interpretations when you read the Bible. She was saying that, well, I've read that. That means that, that I, I didn't read the Bible enough. I said, no, I said, every time I read a passage in the Bible, I get a different meaning. I get That's a different right. understanding. That's I right. don't get the same meaning every single time I read it. So you shouldn't always feel that because you read the Bible you're, or you've read the whole Bible, you're better than someone or that you know the Bible more That's than right. someone no. that, that hasn't right. read it. We don't know everything. You don't. That's the right. spirit always gives us and I get I said if you're looking at life through a microscope and God is trying to take away the microscope and give you the the broader vision of things you can't say that you know everything looking at the microscope level you have to be able to let him take away that microscope and give you a bigger vision or give you a greater he's given he's given me the window seat in the high rise at the Trump mm. Tower <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's it and and to you know, I've been, I'm so glad we're talking. Um, everyone, I mean, Rachel and I just popped on and we started recording. So we didn't have any pre-talk. So I'm glad, I'm glad we're talking. Cause I, language, words, they are so powerful. They are the mm-hmm. most powerful. You know, Solomon said, life and death are in the power of the tongue and those that love it yeah. shall eat the fruit thereof. Jesus yeah. said, in that day, thou shalt give an account of every idle word thou hast spoken for by thy words thou shalt be justified and by thy words thou shalt be condemned james says let your yes be yes and your no be no our words are so powerful i mean god hashem creates the existence of all that is with his words and he speaks and out of his mouth proceeds a double-edged sword all these things are words yeah sound frequency that's why worship is so important and and gratitude is so important and the serpent always knows how to twist words. Yep, he does. Ooh. 
First thing serpent says to man, the first conversation between Satan and man is, are you sure God said that? Yea, as God said, are you sure? And here's what's interesting about the text. I'm just, we're just going to go down a little Bible uh, study here because I think it's so fascinating. So God says in Genesis chapter two says, don't eat of the tree lest you die. When the serpent said, are you sure God said that? Eve responded, we shall not eat it, neither shall we touch it lest we die. So all of a sudden added into what was said, created that opening for their confusion and fall. So then I look at you. This is so good. John 14, six for 300 years, almost. And to this day, the King James Bible um, says, I am the way, the truth and the life. No man comes to the father, but by me, all the new Bible versions from 1881 from Rome got back in. So the Jesuits got back in. And changed the, the English text because English was the universal language at the end of the age. This is it. Everyone speaks English. If you go to Japan and do business, China and do business, mm-hmm. France, you do business, South America, you speak English. English is the, the unifying ang- uh, language of the age. And they changed John 14, 6 to say, I am the way, the truth, wow. and the life. No man comes to the Father but through me. Through me. Wow. One little now word. I'm gonna give that to her. Right. Oh, sis. Right. One little word. And here's another one just says, I'm so glad we're talking. And this is this is something that's also super important. The King James Bible, um, which by the way, Jamestown, which is the first colony to um to which is now Virginia City, um, Virginia, mm-hmm. uh, was the first colony to survive the winter in the in the United States. Mm-hmm. Like God's hand was on this wow. colony giving homage to this king who gave mm-hmm. the English Bible in the vernacular of 11-year-olds. So it was written for a fifth grade yeah. reading level back then. So talk about we don't know, like we right. think we're so intelligent. Even fifth graders could process wow. language at a level that we have a hard time yeah. with today. Um, why I bring all that up is in, the, in Revelation 1.6, it says, and he has made us kings and priests and a God his mm-hmm. father. Nothing is above a king and nothing Mm. is above a priest, Mm -hmm. king and priest. And that union of worship and sovereignty is Mm. nothing. That is it. Worship and sovereignty. But here's all some 1881 to today and all the other Bible versions. It says, and he has made us a royal priesthood, which changes it because royal priesthood serves a king versus Mm. You and I have the authority of king. You and I have the authority of priest. But a royal priesthood is a system, a subservient slave mindset. And Daniel's prophecy, I'm just going to bring it all back to this, is Daniel's prophecy of the four kingdoms, the statues of the four kingdoms, the feet are iron and clay, which is what Rome is. And we are at the last second for love and truth to wipe away the lies of Rome. And it's going away. Praise God. It's going away. Yes. Yes. It's row man or mankind. Mm. And I'm actually, we got to, I want to do some research now to think about this. What Roman versus human. Mm. And what's the difference? Human versus mm. Roman. 
There's got to be reptilian, R, all these. Of course, right. Rebellion, right. rejection, yep. renegade, yep. you know, renegade, yep. you know, yeah. that. But human, humility. Mm-hmm. Oh. Humble. Humble. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. something to this, this pronoun mm-hmm. to our humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fired up. You got me fired up, sister. Let's yes, go. that's it's gonna. There you go. Here you go. Here oh, you go. <laughs> I. It's, it's, oh, that's so good. Yes, I'm just. It's it's just been a, a a great. It's just been a great experience, and I'm just. I I I feel good. I feel great. Like, I I don't know. I I feel. And my friend said, your throat chakra has opened up. And I was like, yes, it has. And I love it because I've, <laughs> so never, awesome. I've never been able to speak mm-hmm. my mind the way that I, that I am able to now. I've never been able, I've never felt comfortable in myself. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, this is me. You going to love it love or you going to hate it. Yeah. <laughs> so either mm. or I'm still going to be me and there's nothing that you can do about it. Mm. And, and it's been a great journey since then. And my husband loves it. Like, he's just wow. like, yeah, go, go on with your bad stuff. <laughs> Get on after I'm right that. behind that is, you. Go, that go so ahead. Cool. That is so cool. Where did yeah. your husband grow up? I know you told where you grew up last time, but where did he grow up? He grew up in Nigeria. He, oh, he grew up in, he's Nigerian. He's Nigerian wow. too. He grew up in Nigeria, you know, he, he kind of moved around a lot, like migrated and things like that. He lived in South Korea. (laughs) Right. Right. He lived in South Korea and for some time, and then he went back to Nigeria and then he came back here, but he, so that's just what it was. So he's kind of seen different versions, like different parts of the world that I haven't seen. And Mm. he's just pretty much like, he's taught me a lot he's just pretty much taught me to just kind of be yourself regardless of whatever nobody says but and I'm just I I thank God for him because if it wasn't for him I don't think I would be able to know who I am I don't think I would be able to to be this calm person because I I always felt on edge I was always angry because I didn't know how to express myself and being with him it was like it was night and day and he like we were like yin and yang and it was like we came together and we became this this unit and it's just been it's just been beautiful and that's why I say I say I know God had his hand in this it has to be God because right. I, I just he would never like I don't know it's just he was never the type of guys that I would ever even look at or anything like that but so that's how i know it was god it was god it was god Mm. so we're both nigerians and it's just like that and i never thought i would probably end up with the nigerians as i grew up here but hey god was like this is it and i'm like (laughs) it's such a cool story he he prepared he had preparing he was preparing him ahead of time yeah 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 just being here alone has I think being here and talking to you and talking to other patriots and talking to and meeting other spiritual um, sisters and brothers and things like that has pretty much like solidified that I'm moving in the right direction. We are going in the right direction. Nothing that you went through was in vain. And it's like every, we all have the same kind of story. We were all kind of like covered in this darkness and we had to crawl our way and grow our way through this darkness. So it was like, once we found that light, we kind of ran with it 
and ran to it, like ran towards it. And, and it's like, there's no way that this is, this is not a coincidence. This is not something that just kind of happened, you know, for no reason. This was a God thing. This was something that God had been preparing us for the longest time. And for us to wake up and for us to understand that this was a God, this was God, number one. And I'm doing this because God has been preparing me to do this. It's just one of those, those amazing things that I was like, wow. Mm. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And and that's just, and even when I don't have the words to say for anything else, I just say, thank you. I'm just thinking, I'm just so grateful because that's where we're at right now. The attitude of gratitude. Gratitude is is is, is his love language. Nice. Like that's God's love language. That's his love language. Just thank you. Oh, I thank you, God. I appreciate you. I appreciate everything that you've been doing. And the more you thank him, the more he puts new things in your life, the more that he, he opens new doors. Like he just kind of has a bulldozer and he just kind of rams through it. And you're like, oh, thank you. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And you just have to just continuously thank Him and be in this spirit of of, of thanksgiving. And 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 they the angels rejoice. They're rejoicing with us. They're just happy. They're dancing. They're shouting. They're screaming. They're praising Him and things like that. And the more that they do that, the more the light in us just kind of bursts wide open. The more the light reflects, and the more the light touches other people and and I told my friend that I went to Washington with I was like I saw myself like I had the fire and she had the candle and I was lighting the candles and I was lighting candles for people and I was just lighting candles I was like here 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 and I'm just like God has really put this flame inside of me it's inside and there's nothing I can't there I can't not do any like I can't not reach out to other people to light them those that want to be lit I'm here those that want to to rejoice I'm here but there's been a lot of enemies of progress is whatever you want to call it and things like that people who will shame you or try to bring up your past you know for who you was and things like that but I'm just mm-hmm. grateful because I, I, I tweeted the other day that I had family members calling or texting me or messaging me saying that did Trump pay you to come see him yeah. because we saw it on the news and I was like this is me like you think if I'm gonna tell you the truth we did not I didn't get paid to do this I'm doing this you think I, I'm gonna support Trump like I'm supporting Trump because I'm getting a paycheck from this no this is the truth I'm standing in truth this is what it is and we never like foreigners have been so accustomed to work like they come here immigrants they come here and they work they work 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 they don't get to sit down and by the end of the day they get to sit down they turn on the tv and it's cnn you understand what i'm saying because they don't they don't have the time to sit down and look at other things they don't have time to sit down and look at the history you know the 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 we had to take the citizenship ship test to become citizens of this country they give you 150 questions that's fifth grade level like probably even third grade level so it doesn't even go deep down into the history of the united states and then out of those 150 questions you're given you only you only pretty much only answer from between three questions to ten questions depending on how good you 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 get you do you understand what i'm saying so you go through this process but at the same time you really they i mean because as an american now you have to go learn the history of america you just but 
we come here thinking that that you know even our parents come here thinking that you know we're just here we're working for the almighty dollar and we're just gonna do whatever it is that they tell us to do and just to live a better life and just not really understand what the the deeper they don't go to the deeper roots they just kind of pretty much listen to this news and that's how immigrants are becoming these democrats and and things like that because they don't know any better. And the ones that do finally know better, they're looked at as you are strange, you are a strange creature. Yeah. And for you to do that, and because this man hates immigrants and he hates people that come here, but you have to understand that it's his country first, mm. regardless of whatever it is. We come here for a better life for our children in a, in a future, then we have to just continuously trust this man for what he's doing for his country. And pray that God sends a leader in the country that you came from to do the same thing and put his country and his people first before anybody else. And that's my story. That's the preaching that I preach to these people. And they're like, oh, you're far gone. They kind of just kind of leave me alone after that. But um, I, I, I can't blame I can't blame Trump. It's his country first. This is where he grew up. This is where his children are going to be. This is who, where the nation, like, we have to think about the future, not just right now. Yes. Yeah. It, 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 it is what it is, or, or this country will turn into the country we, we fleed from. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? And that's, that, there's nowhere else to run after this is gone. Where are we going to go? Right. right. Where is there to run? There's nowhere else. So I'm going to fight tooth and nail for this country you know, for, for whatever, because I need my children to have a better future. I need the generation after me to come to the, America is the land of milk and honey. I can't lie because there's no other place where you can come here and be nothing, you know, back home. And then you come here and you own a a, a gas station, you own a, a, a business, you own, you own a house, you buy a house, you, you buy cars, you buy whatever it is. Think that and and go to school and do all of these things. You have this opportunity here in this country to do that. Hmm. So they're trying to take that away from the 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 the, the new immigrants. I, I just I, uh uh-uh. uh. My kids are gonna have a better future. My generate the generations that come through me are gonna have a a, a, a better future. Cause I started seeing how you know America was going, and I was like, yeah. I know people who were coming to America in the 80s and things like that were saying America was never like this before, mm. you know, and they were saying how it's so much different. And, and, and then they, so the, the, the conservatives, the, the, the immigrant conservatives that started talking about how they've been here for so long and saying how America has shifted. So there's some people that understand that, you know, there was a shift, there was something, but they just couldn't put their hand on what it was because they didn't have the time to just kind of go do the research and things like that. So Mm. I I don't know what else to say. I'm just like uh, America first and we got to get America back to where it was. And and America is going back to where it was because this is, this is the last hope for the rest of the world. It is. I've all, I've given many keynote talks in business and I say, so, so goes America goes the world. And I've been saying this for 10 years in this talk and the talk is called the golden rule revolution. And it Mm -hmm. goes through, um, it starts with the evils of slavery Mm. and, and it starts with this, this man who is a slave owner and slave ship trader. 
going and his father was, so he's second generation business owner. Mm. He, and the business was trading human life and Mm. buying human life. And he goes to West Africa and his ship sinks off the coast of West Africa. Mm. Slaves die. He's rescued by another slave ship that's, that sees his ship go down. Mm. That slave ship captain who's white takes this white man who was the captain of this other ship and sells him as a slave to the Africans there in the, on the coast becomes a slave and he's treated kindly. They actually Mm. took care of him and he started to see like, what, this is not what I was told, not what Mm -hmm. I thought. Then he's brought back Mm. and on the slave ship, he gets sick and the slaves take care of him. Mm. And he was crushed, pricked, changed so Mm. deeply, so soul deeply that he goes back, renounces everything that he was a part Mm. of and became a Christian preacher in a little stone church in downtown London. And he was one of the leading abolitionist voices, one of the most prolific abolitionist voices throughout all of Mm. Great Britain. And this little boy grew up in his church and this little boy would hear his preaching and hear this man preach against the evils of slavery, talk about they're all human beings, that we're all made in the image of God, that we all have the same soul. We're all made of the same breath. We all breathe the same air. We all have these beautiful facets of this, this light refractal that we all are part of. And this little boy grows up and he joins parliament and becomes best friends with William Pitt Jr., William Pitt Sr. was prime minister at the time when these boys were, mm-hmm. were um, growing up as young boys. And that's where we get Pittsburgh named after. It was named yeah. after William Pitt. These little boys were William Wilberforce and William Pitt Jr. William Pitt Jr. eventually becomes prime minister of Great Britain. William Wilberforce is the leading abolitionist voice. And slavery was abolished a few days after he died in 1805. It was stopped wow. in the British Empire. That preacher... His name was John Newton and John Newton penned the most famous hymn of all time, which is amazing grace. It was a slave owner that slave trader who wrote that and why I bring Mm. this up. And I I gave this talk. I said, this is not about religion. This is not, this is about people seeing people Mm -hmm. as people and Mm -hmm. people again, not label labels, titles, when we leave that division and we come and say, what I do to you, I do to me. What you do to me, yeah. you do to you. We are all in this yeah. together. And the verse, um, amazing grace, how sweet the sound that save a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Yeah, I was blind, but now I see. But now I see. The second verse goes, "Twas grace that taught my heart to fear. Yeah. And grace means something given not deserved mm-hmm. and it's not like we're not mm-hmm. worthy of it it's mm-hmm. that we don't have to do anything yeah, to sure. earn it yeah. it's not oh woe is me i'm given love and love is grace a great god yeah. loves us the love infinite unconditional love of source universe god existence mm-hmm. is loves us so much that it is grace because we don't have to perform mm-hmm. do act think be mm-hmm. strive for anything to receive it mm-hmm. and it taught him to fear, not 
love, but that path of division. And he mm-hmm. loved his whole life. And, and I would give these talks to these business leaders say, you don't know who the next William Wilberforce is in your right. You don't know who the next, you light right. these candles with the fire in you. You don't know who's the next, yeah. I don't know who, just someone, right. the next candle, right. the next you. Right, right, me. Come on now. When we love and stand for humanity and people and love people and call forth their beauty and their goodness mm-hmm. and truth and to say, leave these yeah. things of division, leave these these angry souls that will keep yes. angry places. That is not freedom. That is, that is bondage. And, and, and you can be free. Just come. 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 But they look at you like you're crazy when you're yelling, come, come to this side. Come, come. Come here. Freedom feels great. Freedom is, is, is there's, no, there's no chains. Loosen those chains. Let those chains go. Let it go. Let it all go. Come and take, come and taste the goodness. Come and taste how beautiful it is. Come and feel how freedom feels. But they're looking at you like, you lost her mind. <laughs> something, <laughs> something is wrong with her. Oh. But you can't make them see. So you just kind of pretty much have to live it so they can see, they can watch you and live in that freedom so they can say, hmm something that she's doing might be what I need to be doing because yeah, I wasn't listening, but now that I'm looking at her, yeah, I have to do what she's doing. So then you get the phone call like, Hey girl, that's what, that's how they are. <laughs> What's up? So it's like, exchange friends are starting to call me now. Like kind of like, Hey, and I'm like, Hey, like, you know, I'm still like, Hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. So then they start telling me things that they've never told me before mm. and they start opening up more and they start trying to see where I, I was at. And I was like, I was there. Mm. I was there. I was there too. I was, I was in that darkness where you're feeling right now. I was feeling that brokenness. I was feeling it. A friend called me today. Uh, another friend called me today was like, I feel broken. Mm. And that was a weird phone, like, that was just kind of like a weird conversation at first, because she just kind of was like, well, I called her just to check up on her and her kids. And I was like, how are you doing? She was like, I feel broken. Mm. And I was like, well, that's a good place to start. You know what you yeah. feel. Like, you understand what I'm saying? You that's know it. that you feel something. There's something there. So that's a great place to start. So now you have to figure out why you're broken. You have to figure out, now you got to sort out these pieces to see what needs to be thrown out and what needs to be put in. And now this, this brokenness lets God fill wherever it is that needs to be filled. That brokenness lets you get rid of whatever does not serve God in your life. That brokenness lets that light come inside so you can shine the light where the darkness was and the darkness is. So yes, being broken is fine. You're not broken forever unless you choose to be broken forever. You're not. That's right. We all have a choice. You can stay broken. You can choose to stay broken, but who wants to stay broken? Mm. That's not the life. That's not life. So you might, you, you might as well just work on your brokenness one day at a time and let God fill you and let God heal you and let God just pour into you. So that way you can pour into others, especially your children at this time, yes. because who's going to pour into them? The, the media, they're yeah. pouring trash, right? 
100 into, in, into people their teachers no no right the yeah because the teachers don't know any better the teachers are lost just like the rest of the world yeah yeah so you it, it's just I define, um, I gave that, I don't know if you seen my Ted talk, if I sent that to you, I got to No, you haven't. I need oh, to see yeah, it. I'll send that to you. But I define vulnerability in that Ted talk as having the courage to experience love in its purest form mm-hmm. and your friend just being vulnerable, telling you, yes. Hey, I feel broken is the step through the fear. Yeah. Fear is a very thin veil, but it's a very opaque veil. So you can't see yes. through it but it is so thin. It seems so big. Yeah. It's just so thin. Yeah. It can be pierced yeah. with breathing. You could pierce fear. Fear <laughs> yeah. looks so big and ominous because there's no mm-hmm. way that penetrates through it. Yeah. Once you have the courage to say, F it, I'm going right through. I can't be and here that's anymore. That's yeah. it. Go through. Exactly. And then you find like, whoa, <laughs> like love is on the other it's side. It's so much better. Exactly. Yes. And, and, you know, and love doesn't tell someone what to believe. Love doesn't yeah. tell someone what to do. Love just says, mm-hmm. I love you. Let's celebrate. Let's no matter live. what. Let's, let's together. Mm-hmm. Yes. No matter yeah. what. No matter no what. No matter what. There, there is no, there's no reason for you to love someone any less because of what they are or what they do or who they choose to vote for or who they choose to, to marry or who they choose to, to be around and hang around. Like people have so many stipulations to love. You got to love me because of this. If I can't love you because you don't do this for me. Well, I can't like they, there's always that. And I'm like, that's not love. I like, I'm going to love you regardless of who you are. I'm going to love you no matter what you do. I'm going to love you because I have love. I am love. I've been practicing this love for all eternity, regardless of whatever it was. No matter how anyone has treated me, I still chose love. Mm-hmm. And people are like, girl, you are retarded for love. No, I'm not. I'm just, this is how I want to be treated. So I'm going to treat you the way that I want to be treated. I'm going to show you grace. Even though, you know, sometimes it was hard. It was harder a lot back then to show a person grace because they would push and they would keep punching your buttons until you do decide, I'm going to show you grace with my fist and not <laughs> anything else. <laughs> yeah. so, That's right. That's right. So, and it and I've hard. gotten to. It is. It's it's, it's really hard. It's really hard. But then you have to just keep practicing because people will try. They will try to pull you down, and you, they will try to keep pulling you and pulling you down. But you have to rise above it. You have to keep rising above it. Like my Facebook has gone wild. Like they have just kind of gone all, all the way to the left. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the whole and I putting on the, the Make America Great Again hat sealed the deal for all of them. They were like, you wore the hat. Wow. <laughs> my gosh. What is wrong with you? You have really lost it. Oh. But it was like, we. well, I knew you supported Trump. Yeah. But you wore the hat. Why? Mm. And I'm like, what does the hat have to do with anything? The hat symbolizes racism. Says who? Yeah. That, yeah, it says who you're wearing it. You right, you're not white. So you, you can. I'm not white. Yeah, exactly. Right, 
and you should have seen all the crazy liberal stares me and my friend like all the black people were getting for wearing this make america great again hat they were looking at all the black people like you're black why are you wearing a racist hat and like we literally like we went to um the lincoln memorial and some people some like people like you, you could tell like the the white liberals were looking at us like how dare you wear that you're black but the 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 conservatives and the patriots was like yeah wow. yes i love your hat yeah. but you could tell the ones that were like oh how dare you and and i was telling my friend i said i feel like we're like this is was like how slavery was they were looking at the the free black people like how dare you be free mm. how dare you you know, and, and, and that's how, that's how it felt. Like I was a free black person walking around and I was getting these stares from these white slave owners. Like, how dare you walk around here without a master? How dare you walk around here without, without, without yeah, with shame authority? And, yeah, 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 without exactly. shame, yeah. with authority. How dare you put on that hat? And we were, I was getting, we were getting all these crazy stares. And even from, from black people, black people were laughing, like, why are you wearing that hat? And then we got questions like, what, when was America great? And I was like, first of all, I'm an immigrant. I came to this country and my parents came to this country, number one. Mm. You know, the life that we probably couldn't have lived back at home, we're living it here. Mm. You, you understand what I'm saying? And you grew up here and you don't see that, then there's something wrong, then there's something wrong here for you not to be able to see what it is. So let me, but then they, once you, once you hit that button, they get offensive, they yeah. get offended. And then they start wanting to call you name. The guy called us a B word and wanted to fight. Like, this is a grown man mm. wanting to fight over the fact that you feel, you now feel stupid because you felt challenged that you got st stood up to about my views on why I choose to put this hat on my head. Mm. So they get confrontational, you know, once they can't have, they don't have a comeback. So now they, they want to fight. Now they want to call you names. Now they want to call you coons. Now they want to call you B. Now they want to call you just all kind of just random bad names and things like that. And I was like, my friend wanted to fight. And I was like, we're not even there anymore. I said, now with this hat on, we got to act accordingly. We can't act crazy because then they're going to be like, it was some black girls in, in a MAGA hat that wanted to fight and that was fighting and mm -hmm. things like that. They're not going to ask them what happened. They're just going to say, the black girls with the MAGA hat started a fight, not they were provoked into a fight. Hmm. So it was just, it, 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 it was a learning experience. And, and I was like, once I put this hat on, I'm not taking it off. This is it. Like, the, I felt like it, it just kind of sealed the deal for me. Like, I, and I've been telling, I was like, I, I need to get me a Make America Great Again hat. I got to have one. I need to have one just to, just to show people that, you know, this is for real. This is not for play. This is, this is the real deal. And I am patriotic. And I, I don't know if we talked about this the last time, but I, I served in the military for, for some time for six years. Wait. I just, I just got done with my contract, like in July. I don't think we talked about no, it. No, we, we did it. Um, yeah. I thought I didn't bring it up cause you didn't bring it up. Cause mm -hmm. I, I was just quickly I thought I saw you in a uniform. Yeah. On Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. Talk about that, sister. What? Yeah. What was that like? I mean, it was the National Guard, but still, like, it still. was. I had always wanted to join the military from high school because I was in the ROTC. Well, twelfth grade, I joined the um, the Air Force ROTC in high school, wow. and I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to join the Air Force." But then life happened, and you know, things happened, and, and I just kind of like 
put that military thing on the back burner. But then I don't know. I was like, well, I ain't got nothing else to do in 2014, I believe. And I was like, you know what? I wasn't working. I wasn't doing anything. I was like, you know what? Let me make my military dream come true. So so I I, I signed up with the recruiter, a National Guard recruiter, just to see what it was, just to kind of get my feet wet and things like that. You know, basic training was hell. (laughs) But it was the best hell. It was like the best, worst experience of my life. And I think that was kind of what helped me kind of get into this. Like, it kind of like shaped me into this, like, I have to be more organized. I have to prioritize what's important and what's not. Because if I didn't join the military, I wouldn't. I think that kind of helped me with my spiritual life as well, too, because it gave me structure. It gave me, like, just pretty much structure. Because you have to wake up, you have to, you're, you're going to carry this gun and you're going to wake up at five o'clock in the morning, you're going to do PT, you're going to exercise, you're going to listen to this drill sergeant yell at your face and not say anything back to the drill sergeant <laughs> or roll your eyes because if you roll your eyes, you're going to have to do pushups wow. so, and get your, the rest of the, the company in trouble and things like that. So it pretty much tra- taught me structure. And then it wasn't until after that that I felt like I went to basic training in the physical. Then I went to basic training in the spiritual. Mm, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, so I was like, okay, so I'm. A, it, it wasn't, and I was just like, this is so crazy because it was like everything that was happening in the physical, you know, the hardship, the battle, like not even battles because I didn't go to, but just the structure, the push-ups, the, the, the sit-ups, just trying to get physically fit, it ended up do, happening the same thing because I got a lot more closer because I had my Bible and I would read it like, you know, at night and things like that. And that kind of helped me get better in the spiritual aspect as well. So while I was going through basic training in the physical, I didn't realize that I was going through basic training in the spiritual as well. So I was gone for what, five months? you know, basic training was 10 weeks. And then the school, cause I, and I was a, um, a construction, um, engineer, like I was an engineer. Um, so I, I got to learn how to drive bulldozers, uh, <laughs> what else, backhoes and things like that, you know, during that time. And even in my unit, I got to do those things sometimes, you know, during, during the weekend and stuff like that. But, that was the thing. So I was kind of, I was happy that I never got to go, you know, got to deploy. But at the same time, you know, I, I, I knew people who deployed, but nothing happened to them, but they still deployed. So getting that aspect of my life was pretty, it was pretty exciting. Like I was like, I'm, I'm badass. Like yeah, no one can yes tell me, yes no, no one can tell me That's I'm not right. a badass. That's right. Like I am badass. So you can't tell me that I'm not because I know what I am. So it was just, I was like, hey, it is what it is. But yep, I was in the National Guard. Amazing, sis. You're such a, you're just <laughs> beginning. You you know, you're just beginning. Mm-hmm. You are going to mm-hmm. stand. You're a giant. You're a giant. Mm-hmm. Giant. Um. That's why when I say those names, you know, Candace and Brandon mm-hmm. and Rachel, there's no, there's no separation there. There's no separation. There's no separation, especially being black and conservative and having the courage, the chutzpah, the, the grit to stand 
You're a giant. Can be made sister. fun of, called stupid. This Gosh. one girl called. She was like, she, "Don't worry." She, she she was like, "She'll crawl back under her hole to obscurity after Trump loses," yes. and she's so stupid and brainwashed. This was under my comments in, on Facebook now, and so I just kind of hit hit her with the laughing emoji and just kind of keep it moving because mm -hmm. it's like they just kind of they live for drama. They live to argue, yeah. and I was like, "I'm not going to argue with a 40 year old on the internet. That's not me." Like, yeah. if you're that miserable with your life, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to engage. So you're going to sit here and be talking to yourself under these comments because I'm not going to engage. Yeah. But yeah, Amazing, it's, it's been hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's I'm not sure, easy. I'm sure. And the irony, the irony is those who attack you profess the righteousness of mm -hmm. their right. They, they justify. I had this girlfriend tell me, <laughs> A long, long time ago, if you have to justify something, it's wrong. And I was like, what? It hit me like a sledgehammer. If you have to justify something, it's wrong. And the left, the left's attack on the right, especially what you endure, they justify it of, well, Trump's yeah. evil or racist or these things. Mm -hmm. <sighs> it's crazy. And it's spirit, one of the fruit of the spirit is long suffering. Yes. Right? And I thought I was done with that part. Oh, but <laughs> I thought I was done. long suffering to suffer long and to not be not mm -hmm. easily provoked. Love is not easily mm -hmm. provoked and it doesn't mean it's not provoked, mm -hmm. it's not but it's not easily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm blown away. I'm blown away. I'm blown away by your power. I'm also blown away by the blindness of those who attack in the name mm. of righteousness or right. whatever. Um, right. And, and then they want to point fingers back at you. Sorry. Yeah, they want to point go, fingers go. back at, at, at you and say that, well, she hides behind, they're like, well, you hide behind religion or you hide behind, not religion, you hide behind this newfound, this newfound joy and peace and you, you don't offer, extend the same grace. And I'm like, if I didn't extend you grace, I would be all up in your yeah. comments saying yeah. things to me. Like you, I would be replying you and things like that. It's like, they almost try to make you feel bad for, for not engaging with them. And, and so you can engage with them, but you have to just kind of like see past that and just kind of walk around with these blinders on and be like, I know the goal. I know where I'm going. So I'm not going to let you sway me forward from whatever it is that, that I know that I'm supposed to be doing and that I know is right. But you'll, you will see, and I'm going to, and, and when that day comes, November 4th comes, oh, you better believe, <laughs> you better believe I will be uh, like, okay, so who said Trump was gonna you said what yeah, yeah. what did you say <laughs> oh okay mm. so it's it's just it's 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 been because I know God God did not wake these this many souls up for for no, no reason right. that's right <laughs> give for nothing like right. this many souls the great awakening is not happening happening for us to lose right the great awakening is not happening for America to be defeated that's right. The great awakening is not is not happening for humanity to suffer for the rest of our lives. Right. 
great awakening is not happening because of that. The great awakening is happening so God can get the glory. God is getting the glory. God is, is getting all of his glory because that's what he does. He, he, he makes them think that they've been winning. He does. So they thought they've been winning, but now God is like, ha ha, checkmate. Mm. I win that's right. now and forever. So, and it, 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 it probably pisses them off because God chose the person that they least expected that he would choose, but that's God. That's how it God works. uses, that's God uses works. people that, that you don't expect. Look, He's not going to go take the po- Oh, I would just have to say, if I wasn't abused and grown up in the narcissist household and and violently experienced what I experienced, I wouldn't have the love that I have for people. If right. you, it's the darkness that we know the light. That's why Genesis one two and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of right. the right. Right after God says, "Let there be light." Let there be light. Right. The light comes in the absolute utter darkness and that's how we know light from dark when there's multiple yep. lights it's like wait what's light is this light mm-hmm. it's like no yep everything yep. is good give thanks for all things for we know all things work together yep. good to them who love well, good yeah so yeah yeah and that's just the beauty of it. So they're like, he was a racist. His father was the KKK. I was mm-hmm. like, his father was the KKK, whatever you want to say. But can you see what the man is doing now? Can you see what he's done for the black community? Can you see how much money he's poured into black businesses? Can you see how much he's poured into the black, the HBCUs? Can you see how much he's done for the economy? Can you not see what this man is doing? Are you that blind? Are you that brainwashed to not see? see what is going on and so i just got tired of yelling and talk- so i just hit him with the magapill.com link here go look at it yourself because i can't mm-hmm. i can't i can't talk anymore because it's it's obvious that you just don't want to hear so maybe it's better for you to read so i just if you got something to say here here's the link click on it and see what this man has done for 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 the the past four years he's been here and he hasn't even been there the four the whole four years but he's done more than than people who's been in there for for 47 years. Mm-hmm. It's 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 mind blowing. It's really mind blowing and I'm like people are really stupid. Mm-hmm. And I hate to call people stupid that's just, but people are really that stupid and it just really pissed and I was like I've never thought that I would get to this point where I'm so fired up to be so patriotic. Like I never thought that I would be this person. I never thought I never thought in a million years, if someone would have asked me last year, would you be supporting Donald Trump? I'd be like, are you crazy? Hmm. What's wrong with you? Wow. But here I am. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Donald Trump. And and you know what's cool? Um, The nativity scene every year at Christmas Mm -hmm. has three wise men that were mm. called the Magi. Mm. Magi is plural for mega. Mega, in fact, let me look it up right now. Mega, um, what does mega mean? Uh, mega. Wow. Esoteric. Uh, esoteric. Um, Wow. I looked at, I, I, yeah, what is it? Um, I'll have to look this up. But mega is um, 
is an esoteric term. Mm-hmm. One who like studies the stars, one who knows the time. Yeah. yeah. So it, there's so much more. And this is why humility is so important. It's very, very just to have this humility. I, I have left, I mean, I did this podcast, why I left Christianity to find the love of God. Why mm-hmm. I would leave anything, everything, if it's not true, like it's right. me right. affirming someone's anger is not worthy of me nope. healing and living in freedom. Yep. Like, yep. Um, that's, that's what it is. And yeah. it's such a, yeah, I'll have to, I'll send you a link. I, I got, okay. I can't find it right now, but um, okay. yeah, mega it's, that's what it means. And, and I didn't vote for Donald Trump the first time either. Um, but even purely based on the hate and insanity, I woke up this year during mm-hmm. the lockdown, I started watching yeah. his press conferences and I just yeah. watched him for the first time ever. I know I heard grab him, you know, he said this mm-hmm. and that, I mean, I already heard all that. But I watched his um, his declaration speech or whatever the day mm-hmm. he said he was going to run for president. Then I didn't watch any of the uh, debates until it came to Hillary. Mm-hmm. And I went into my own healing process in 2016. Mm-hmm. So I totally checked out of politics and, mm-hmm. and news. I didn't watch news or politics or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I used to um, listen to never Trumpers and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So then this year, I just happened to start watching the press <laughs> yeah. conferences myself. No one could tell me what I heard. Mm-hmm. I know what I heard. Mm-hmm. And then I would see the reports right after the press conference would be completely the opposite. Even with the bleach and Jack with bleach. Mm-hmm. Right. I that watched be- that whole thing. That, and, and no one fact checks the propaganda the the hate rhetoric and no one fact checks that they're only fact checking the narrative that uh stands in rebuttal to that propaganda and um anyway i woke up i'm like this man has so much patience because if i was up there i'd be ripping everybody's head off (laughs) i'm sweating right now i feel like that intensity and he just yeah Take slings and arrows, he takes, takes slings and arrows, and then he just keeps getting stuff done. Yeah, does this? He keeps getting stuff done. The media says yep. he's getting stuff done. Yeah, and um, the stuff that is done is beneficial to all. Beneficial yes. to gays. Oh. Beneficial to every every everyone. Everything. American. Yes, everyone <laughs> is a, a citizen and yes. of the world too. He truly. Yes. He said the other day he. In that video, the comeback of how he's not just doing this for for Americans, but he really cares mm-hmm. about people all around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it's just a tremendous time and journey, and I am excited for the truth to come out and that the narcissistic serpentine lie mm. of the Roman system are yeah. not just washed away mm-hmm. but forever will remember as yes. the old yes old yeah the, yeah the, it's the dragons yeah land. and it's no accident that we call china uh the land of the dragon There's right no none of this stuff is accidental mm-hmm. um yeah it's fascinating isn't it it's really- it is it's just been great. It's been amazing. It's been so, it's been fun. This is like the best 
2020 has been one of the best years of my life and it's so, so crazy that's so cool it's I so crazy I, I tell people are like how's it going i'm like it feels euphoric i mean yeah as wild as it sounds i'm yeah. having a blast we're having a blast yeah this um, is a different kind of high this is yeah, a, this is it, a high you never want to come down from this right. is a high that you want to keep getting high that's and right. you can keep getting higher it, with right. this high and it's not going to be anything bad there's not going to be any bad side effects the, the higher you get the better it gets so that's right. hey that's right <laughs> keep, keep going higher get, let's um, get higher sister god bless you amen Every cell, every gene, every chromosome, every thought, every heartbeat, every lung breath, may God bless it all. Your family, your children, your husband, your home, your cars, it all. Bless it all. Bless it all. It is covered and it is done and it is good. And it is good, sis. And you too. And I pray the same for you because we're, we have done it. We did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. We pushed. We pressed. We did it. We victory is truly ours. We did it. We did it. We did it. The hard work did not go in vain. We did it. We we did it. We did it. So we can breathe a sigh of because ah, there's no more. There's no more sorrow. There's no more pain. There's no more only joy, peace, love. You know, all of those things, this is what it is. We're, we're moving into that. We have stepped into it. We have stepped into that world. We have stepped into that new world. As they say, we, we're in 5D now. No more 3D. 3D's do, done. We're in 5D. So, hey, you know, say, do, and it, it, so shall it be. That's what it is. It, it, it is what it is. So we're here, Lucas. So that, that, that stadium you said that you, that you saw being filled up, that's you. You're going to be playing that stadium in the next two, 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 two years, maybe even even less than that. But yes, because it's time for a, um, a revival. It's time for the revival. The revival is here. So now we celebrate. We step into it. We step into that revival. And we will. You will. Stadiums will be sold out. People will be revived. Souls will be will be will be revived. You know. So that's what it is. We're, we're taking and, and, and God has did not wake us up for no reason. God did not wake us up for no reason. God did not allow you to start this podcast or the, your TED talk. He did not let nothing happen for no reason. So you have to keep stepping into it. You have to keep walking with it. You walk with your shoulders high. You ride that horse in there and you say, yes, <laughs> this is mine. Okay. Cause that's what it is. We we're, it's here. The time is now. It's revival. It's time for a revival. We need a world revival. We need we need a revival. Yes. So this is gonna be better than um what was what's the uh the hippie movement what they have? Um Coachella. Oh, this yeah. is gonna be bigger. Yeah, this is gonna be bigger. Yeah, Woodstock, yeah, Coachella, yeah. all of that. It's gonna be it's gonna be bigger than that. You they thought Coachella and, and, and Woodstock was big. Oh, they're gonna see something bigger than that. Amen. This is going to be a great, this is going to be great because this is it. 2021 is going to, is. I just see trailblazing. Like, I don't know. I just see like, it's like a fire, like throughout the whole year. Like there's just this fire and there's just 
keep it's just going to keep getting hotter and hotter and those that cannot stand the heat will just die off or fall away fall by the wayside but we've been refined through the fire so guess what shadrach meshach and benigo this is what who we are because we make it through that fire we made it we made it through that fire and we're going to survive so that's what it is those people that can't survive through the fire that like how the the king and his people fell in the fire and they that's got right. It, right. the fire ate them up that's what's going to happen so we made it through the fire and the ones that wanted to throw us in the fire to kill us are going to be the ones to to be to be killed with the fire because the fire is set now so now it's time to just live and that's what it is we we're here we're here and I tell my husband now I was like we're here we made it we did it <laughs> we did it we did it we made it through the toughest parts and the toughest times of our lives we Six, didn't have struggle to, for no reason I have to show I have to play something right now I've okay. n- never shared this uh except for my wife um I went to this church when I was a reporter in um I went to this church when I was a reporter in Tri-Cities uh, at this NBC affiliate and I'm mm-hmm. sitting in this church by myself, don't know anyone. And I'm listening to this pastor and he stops and he starts prophesying over me. And, and I want to play this for you, for everyone, because this is for mm-hmm. everyone. This is a f- affirmation. Um, this is wild. He knew nothing about me. Nothing. Wow. Can you hear this? This your friend here? Mm-hmm. You this it? your friend? Yep. What's his name? What's your name? Yeah. You know him? Did you bring him? Anyway, I hear the Spirit of the Lord say, man of God, I hear that there have been times like a Gideon. Gideon was frustrated in the time and that he was doing. In fact, he was doing the right thing in the wrong place. And there's been times where you felt like you were doing the right thing, but in the wrong place. And I hear the Lord say, you are Gideon of your day. You're not small in stature, but you are a warrior. Gideon's name means warrior. And you're a warrior that God is raising up with a voice. And I hear the Lord say, man of God, I'm going to cause the word that is, was set before you. And even the prayers that have gone before you from your mother, from down on, from generation to generation. And I I see the unwrapping of the gift that men seem to have neglected and seem to forget but God says I'm going to amplify the very voice that is within you and he says I'm going to cause the words to come forth and I hear the melodies of heaven descend upon you I see that the melodies of heaven because of your worship because of the Davidic anointing on your life that you're one who will stretch his hands toward heaven and snatch the melodies of of, of heaven and you will see at times that as you worship at times you almost can hear angelic hosts begin to sing round about you and you know that I'm telling you the truth because this is the hour where God says son I'm going to cause you to stand up and no longer will you grow frustrated in your well doing but I will cause the very thing that is on your life to amplify for I'm going to cause the fire of God even this day to be mingled with the very fire of the intensity and the opportunity to come your way and I will cause those things to seem to be a stubble and to see that there have been barriers to melt before me as wax before the very presence of the Lord for you are sacred and what you carry is precious and I hear the Lord say you're like the kings that came before the Lord that laid down the frankincense and laid down the myrrh and laid down that which was costly and the Lord said because you're willing to lay certain things that seem to be costly even when your family thinks you're crazy I hear the Lord say this is the hour where I'm going to give back to you the years that the canker worm and the pommel worm and the flying locust has eaten I will cause there to be a rest 
restoration in your life and I will cause you to taste again that he is good and you will begin to be erected in the house of the Lord and I will raise you up and trumpet you forth for you are one also that will go from nation to nation and I will connect you with the voice of the Lord and you will sing the song of the Lord and you will break and sing to them that are weary and you will give a voice of hope and a voice of destiny for surely this is the hour where the Lord says I've called you and named you and even called you this day but the Lord says there has been some decisions that have been made even in the last week or two and you're going to see that I'm going to come as the pen of the ready writer begins to uh, uh, um, to come upon you you're going to begin to write a new songs that are come you're going to see that there are melodies you play the, you play an instrument what instrument you play the piano I see I see the very things that God has ordained in your life that as you minister, you will carry sometimes your frustration. And I see that the keyboard is your, is your comfort. That's where the presence of the Lord begins to minister to you. He says, son, because you have been faithful and because you have been diligent, you're going to sense that the anointing of God on your life will only amplify. And it has been your way out. It's going to be your way out. Your presence and your worship will be your way out and, bring, and your way into the very destiny that God has for you. There is ministry galore on your behalf that God says, I'm going to raise you up, call you a son of the house, and I will launch you forth with a very anointing. The very thing that you dreamt about, even two, three years ago, you're going to see come to flourishing, and you're going to sense that the Spirit of God is so within you, and you're going to learn to dispense that and release that, saith the Lord. Amen. It's right, that. Amen. Yes. And I don't know why, like, because my husband sings and plays the keyboard too. And I just heard the voice say that they're going to do a song in two, two languages. Two languages, there's going to be a song. So y'all are going to, I don't know when this is going to happen, but hey, you know, there's, there's, you guys are going to do a song together. I don't know how. Yeah, that was for us. That was for you and I, our mm-hmm. households. Yes, yes. God bless you, sister. Thank you. you Thank you. I love you. I love love you. I love you. I'm sending you. Thank you. I'm hugging your spirit right now. You just, uh, I'm just so grateful. I'm grateful for you. I'm you don't, you don't understand. Like I really met my soul brother. Like this is, it's like, you know, when you when you meet like a family member that you yeah. have never met before, this, yeah. is, this was how it was the first yeah. time. And it's just been like that. Like, I don't know. It's like, thank you. We are family. Like, we, we are. really, we're we family. Are. Yeah. We're family. Yes. We're family. Yes. We're family. I love you too. And I'm just so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. We're, this is it. Trailblazing time. Now we just kind of, this is it. The stage is set. Now it's just for us to, to make the way and, and do whatever do whatever it is that the Spirit keeps telling us to do. And it's, 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 it's easier said than done, but we have to do. It may be hard. I know because it's hard. It's hard listening to the Spirit. You'd be like, you want me to do what? Mm. Uh, I'm not comfortable with that. Just like when I started trying to do the live videos and stuff like that, I was nervous, yeah. like a dog, <laughs> and just <laughs> just talking. Like I was just like, I just gotta keep doing it, I guess. So, however the spirit is leading me to do, I'm just I'm just following, even though I'm not comfortable with it. I just have to keep doing it until I do get comfortable. But 
Mm. I'm trying to get like you, Lucas. Ah, just, to, yeah, just to be comfortable you're there. behind, you're there. behind the, 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 the camera. You got it, sister. Thank you so much for joining this conversation with Rachel and I. My sister, Rachel, blessings to the highest, highest, highest order all over you, all over you and and your family. Thank you so much for having that conversation with me. And everyone, thank you for listening. I just send you blessings of peace and groundedness and and love and light during this time as we enter a very turbulent time coming ahead it will all be to shake and remove the darkness that has had its grip on the hearts minds and bodies of humanity this darkness is fleeing may love light and truth guide our way and just know that everything is going to be okay I bless you all. I am Lucas Mack. This is the Golden Rule Revolution, and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com.